Welcome to Nerdables. This episode, the Game of Thrones showrunners finally announced their Netflix series, Warner Brothers fires back at Ray Fisher, Batman and The Rock have something in common, New Mutants can't find an audience, or maybe the audience can't find them, and the top 2020 box office numbers might surprise you. Welcome, everybody. I'm R.A. Ray. Joining me are Chris and Ethan. I think the surprise is that there are 2020 box office numbers. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I think people forgot that there were actually films that were released this year. There have been. In the theater. Yeah. We forgot that January and February existed. Yeah, I think we talked about it, and I was like, I'm wondering what they're doing for the Oscars. <laughs> Nothing. I think no. they, 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 did, they did make an announcement early on in the COVID, chron- the COVID Chronicles. Uh in the pandemic, that movies that didn't make it to the theater because theaters were closed would still be uh, allowed. That release VOD, it would still be so, like, Milan is still eligible to be yeah. an Oscar nominated. No, I know. I was saying during our conversation that we had, I was like, I wonder what they do for the Oscars. Because there's only, like, five movies at that time. That really the Oscars will be all remote. There won't be anybody there. It'll be a Zoom call. You've seen that, right, yeah. with the WWE Thunderdome? Yes. Do you know what's happening with that? There's a lot of people that are getting in, that they're they're causing a lot of fines for the WWE because one guy decided he was going to make it look like he he cut his own throat, and they couldn't tell if he really did it or if it was just fake. So they got fined by the FCC. There's a guy that showed his butt. There's a guy that showed his butt. Kenny Omega showed up on the screen because he was. <laughs> And then uh, there's a lot of obscene, obje- uh, you know, yeah. so obscenities being put up, posters. Yeah. Going on a tangent now, WWE sends a required list of things that you have to have to follow now if you want to be a fan, which is just stupid. Like, why would they do that? Just like coming to a live event and then telling them, well, you can only cheer. You can't do anything else. Yeah. Well, they've tried that. They've tried. There's a couple of, com- of uh, sports teams that have talked about um, basically an anti-booing policy. So not only it, it's it's also the enforcement as, as someone who doesn't have a team in California that he, he actually likes. So I'm always if I go to a Kings game against the Avalanche, I'm rooting for the Avalanche. If I'm going to a Dodgers game against the Braves, I'm rooting for the Braves. And especially at a Dodgers game. You take your life in your hands. I've had my life threatened for wearing a Braves jersey. I don't. I don't even do it anymore. I wear just a, usually a, a plain old T-shirt, because um, Dodgers fans are scary. So th- there's been sports that have been talked about, like, like not letting other fans in. Like you're not allowed to wear the other jerseys. You're not allowed to do this, and it's it's disgusting because that's what we've come to. Is you're not allowed to root for your own team if you're not on the home team. But it's for like. Dodger Stadium wants. We want everyone to be Dodgers fans, and we want you know whatever. Well, that's what like the WWE won't let people wear other promotions, T-shirts or anything in there. You know, matter of fact, when during live events when you could, well, it's have different people, if you have a if you have a competitive league. Yes, like if there was if there was two, you know, baseball leagues, like yeah. there was Major League Baseball, and let's say National League Baseball or not National League, uh, World League Baseball, right? Sure. And they're at draft competition. I could totally see the Dodgers saying, you're not allowed to w- wear a World League Baseball t-shirt into here. That makes sense to me. Well, the WWE goes so far as if you're wearing another company's t-shirt, they'll come up and give you a t-shirt. Yeah. Beth, and Beth is like, well, well just wear the t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just getting a free t-shirt. Sure, I'm going to wear another t-shirt. Yeah. Free no, t-shirts for all. Also, you know, WWE being more of an entertainment business rather than a sports business. It's, you know, they're trying to protect their brand. Well, it's also that Vince McMahon's an ass, kind of like Donald Trump, that just wants to run people out of business. He's protecting his brand the way that he knows how to do it, which is not always the best way. Or I shouldn't say is not the best way for his fans. It's the best way for him because he makes him money. So it's not the best way for him. So the Game of Thrones showrunners, which, by the way, I guess that's their official title from now on until the end. I can never remember their names. David Benoff and uh, Dan Wise. Benioff, yeah. Many often why when we talked about them for Star Wars for like six months or whatever when they quit, I could not remember the names. Like the net, the the Game of Thrones guys, those yeah. guys. Anyway, so they're not doing Star Wars anymore. Well, even Entertainment they, Earth puts them as the Game of Thrones showrunners. Well, yeah, that's I mean not Entertainment all of them Earth, do that. Entertainment um, Weekly. 
Everyone does that. It's yeah. still, I mean, hell, they still list, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark director Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Like, he hasn't done anything since. He has an Oscar, for God's sakes. Like, come on. Yeah, no, it's, it's just a matter of, you know, that's the biggest project that they've ever done. It's yeah. the only way that people know who they are. So they're teaming up with, uh, with writer-producer Alexander Woe of True Blood to tackle um, the sci-fi series... Three body problem trilogy. The three body bo- the three body problem trilogy. Say it again. Three. Bo- <laughs> Say it really fast. Three body problem trilogy. Three body Ooh. bottom trilogy. Three body bottom. Three body bottom. Let's see. the The show will depict humanity's first contact with an alien civilization. The saga's debut book was published in China in two thousand eight and was translated into English. And won the Hugo uh, Award for Best Novel in 2014. Anything they ever do is just going to be listed as Game of Thrones in space. They already did that when they said they were going to do a Star Wars project. And it's like, it's just going to be Game of Thrones in space. And I'm like, that's okay. Game of Thrones is just Star Wars in medieval times. What do you want? Well, Ken Liu, who, who wrote the novel, has been, consider- been compared to Arthur C. Clarke, you know, who wrote 2001 A Space Odyssey. And... Him and uh, Asanoff were pretty much... Who? Asanoff. No, uh, Isaac Asanoff, yes. Just Asanoff. No, Asanoff. Asanoff. <laughs> it's, we've already ran off the rail. Uh, we're, we're never on a rail. We don't have a rail. They took the rails oh, from us. I just, you told oh, me to remember something. Oh, my God. You were in the middle of something. Uh, yes. Completely. Adam Sessler this week. Put out a statement that G4, they put out a video that G4 is looking for hosts. So Not us. Doing, wait, 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 wait. So what they're doing is they're having people that listen to shows or, you know, to send in requests for somebody to be a host on the show. <laughs> no, they need the fans to send it in. So, you know, I thought, well, you know, all of our... Thousands and thousands and thousands of fans around the world. Subtract thousands and thousands and thousands <laughs> should, and thousands. Then you have has, the number. Hashtag one of us. Great. Was, so your cousin and your mom are going to send it in. <laughs> There's Doug. I don't think Doug listens <laughs> to us anymore. Doug's going to go, nope, I'm not going to. I got, I got two people. What about Eric? From the book. I don't think White Chocolate listens to this anymore. I haven't heard anything. Usually I get some sort of message from him over the weekend when well, he, he listens to it. He doesn't drive to work anymore, does he? I don't think so. He um, now, so he well, he worked from home before, too. He's worked from home for a long time. Yeah. He's, he he used to sit at once and like, it's kind of weird being home because uh, I just get distracted with everything. Really? The heck was that? That was you. I imagine. It's got to be something oh, on your computer. Oh, it, it was a message on the computer. Um, and then we've been doing for the playoffs here in hockey. Playoffs? We, uh, the Puck Podcast does something called a hot, it's, it's a hot mic app, and it allows you a viewing party in which one of the Puck Podcast hosts hosts it, and then you have a chat room that goes in. And um, uh, there is a Toronto Maple Leafs fan during that series named Gerard who tried... Our show, he listened to the Avengers, the Avengers draft show, and he's been listening since. So oh, nice. He's probably off board already. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna, uh, everyone sh- I know personally doesn't listen to the show anymore. Enough. He was like, man, that one was great. And then he listened to another one. was like, nope, not in there. I don't know. No, he said, he, again. he said, it, no, that, that's a special episode. We, gotta do, we should rebrand that one and do something. Meaning, this is a very special episode. <laughs> <laughs> Love no, talk no, no. with no, Ethan. Do you remember remember the ABC specials in the seventies and eighties when mm. they came out with that special logo, <laughs> that special presentation thing? Mm, we need that presentation. The after school special, Ethan. a very special episode <laughs> of Blossom. Whoa! <laughs> no, the after school. Remember? Oh, if we had a Nerdles after dark, that would be amazing. Do you remember the after school specials? Yeah, no, I remember <laughs> the after school special with Ethan. Yeah, the after school lovely. specials that were usually just like don't do drugs and don't have sex and don't try to murder your teacher. They or were something. they were the they were the teen dramas that they would yeah, put out. I remember between that and the um, the uh, oh the very special episode of uh, of Blossom when they dealt with uh, her brother's alcoholism. There was a lot of ones with Blossom. I had a very special episode. But remember when they used, they used to have the TV movies that would take like all of the sort of teen stars 
Yeah. And it would be like on a cruise ship or something. Yeah. It was like semester abroad or something. And it was the daughter from Alf and like the hot guy from Blossom and then something else. And they would all be on this ship. And it was uh, it was it was the guys from 21 Jump Street was on there yeah. too. Peter DeLuise was on there. <laughs> like, this is horrid. You had you had uh, uh, the uh, Different Strokes kids. Yeah. And, but do you remember the Different Strokes special episode? Which one? The one where they had uh, the the uh, the guy that uh, the real creeper with uh, Arnold and his friend. I don't remember that at all. Oh, there was one that he took his friend into the he took his friend into the back room or something, and he came out a little. Oh, bit. it was just a, it was it a pedophile episode. Yeah, I was Excellent. totally. It was like the it, only one I remember. It was it was, uh, it was what's his name from uh, it was. Um, Todd Bridges could come to your house. Oh my god! It was the it was the. Uh, the owner of uh, WKRP from Cincinnati. Oh. And he Mr. was the Carlson. creeper. Wow. <laughs> Mr. Carlson was the creeper. The only thing I, whenever I think of different strokes, the only thing I can think of now is the one season that Jay Moore was on SNL and he had the psychic hotline with Christopher Walken. Call now. Todd Bridges <laughs> could come to your house. The, the special episode I remember, talking about going off the rails, I remember what we're talking about, was My Two Dads when they both get drunk. Yes. They get like totally wasted to show her like being drunk because bad makes bad decisions and they leave to go get in the car. They're like, oh yeah, we're just going to go somewhere, whatever. And Ed, the Dick Butkus comes Dick in Butkus. with like both of them, you know, like, yeah, I caught him trying to get in the car and he like throws him in. And it's the only thing that's ever stuck with me that in the line from that, from one of those episodes where he's talking about his uncle, Ed's talking about his uncle who's not necessarily smart. He's like, you know, he wasn't, but he was always there to support me. He'd always come to my football games with a big sign that said, go Ed. I mean, usually it would be spelled wrong, but he's trying. <laughs> that cracked me up for the longest time. But those were the very special episodes. What the hell were we talking about? Uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones guys. Were we? You so, were in the You were literally in the middle of a point, and he said, not to go off the rails. And I said, there's no such thing as a rail with us. She's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Dude, we went off the rails, off the rails, Game off X the rails. wants us to <laughs> send videos or something. G4, not GameX. Was it, what was, no, what was his show on, on G4? X, X Games. Games. X Games. That was the only good show, him and Morgan Webb. Yep. So apparently him and Morgan Webb are still affiliated with G4. They're all still affiliated with G4 <laughs> because they want to have a job. Um, you remember when G4 was such a thing? You remember, you G4 got, was 10 years ahead of its time. Totally. Completely. And then just flamed out yeah because then they're just like we're not gonna do original programming anymore g4, we're just gonna g4 give you so ahead of its time and then we're just gonna give you because remember when they did the problem with g4 that it became was that the internet started taking over all their coverage they Correct. taught everybody how to cover e3 yep and so everybody just did it online in smaller bits you didn't have to watch i mean i used to well, ign I used to, is because is was yeah, there every, used, is because of them i used to to dvr the entire E3 coverage. Yep. Just to fast forward to the one, pl the two or three places that I wanted to see. Yeah. For uh, for whatever, and that's what the internet. The internet became. The internet literally was. People fast forward through this stuff, so then to get to this stuff, so let's show right. them this stuff, and that's what it became. Well, Chris Hardwick started pretty much started on G4. No, no, Chris Hardwick started well, way I before mean, G4. He, he was he was in a, terms a, of the tech. So Chris Hardwick, yes, Chris Hardwick started at K Rock. He was a weekend DJ. Yes, he received I, I a mean, phone call from Viacom. Television wise, yes, his Viacom called him and said, "We think you're a great host. We want you to host this show called uh, Single Living, Living Sing. What the hell was it? Singled out, singled out. Yeah, with uh, with former playmate Jenny McCarthy. That's right. Who people think is a genius because she figured out that everyone who has vaccinations are autistic. I forgot he did single. He did single. That was his big thing. Yeah, and he was a stand up comedian and all that for before that. and then he went back to stand-up comedy when singled out can got canned and then he and did. then he became a, he's a big he was always a big tech guy well, so he's also a stand-up comic yes as a stand-up comic and as a person who was a host g4 hired him to be the fill-in the tech guy uh -huh. he did all the tech stuff when the he new tv talk, came the out soup type thing yeah he would come and do um he'd have he'd have the the segment with Kevin Pereira, like you want to buy this TV because your eyeballs are going to melt right. and you want to buy this camera and all this, because that's what he was into. He oh, was never no. a big, Does remember in Chris Gore again, probably. Oh. No, I think Chris Gore has been canceled. Um, Beth will hate that because he hit on her. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure he got me too. Um, oh, he was such a, oh, but of course, so did Chris Hardwig and sort of, and then he didn't and then whatever. Um, but he, the, the, he was always in the tech stuff, but he wasn't into, he actually wasn't into pop culture. 
Yeah. As shown by when he interviewed Scott Snyder and got all of his credits wrong. This drove me crazy. And so I, like, I always respected Kevin Pereira because he always said, I sort of like the culture, but I'm not super into it. I play games, but I'm not very good. All I really care about is music. Yeah. Like, that was his big thing. He wanted to be a musician and a producer and stuff like that. So he always presented himself the way that he was. And he was funny and he was a good host and he asked great well, questions. Well, wanted to be, a, I mean, he, he, he suffers from Asperger's and he wanted to be, he always wanted to be behind the scenes, but they kept pushing him on, onto yeah. the Well, almost everybody that was behind, Blair Butler started as a producer. Yep. If you look at the early credits for X Games, she is the writer, producer, creator, yeah. cameraman. She did everything for that show. Both her and Morgan wrote most of those segments. Yep. And then when she was, she was also a G4 or Attack of the Show producer and she produced some and of the other stuff the that was there. She did the comic book one because she was genuinely into comic yes. books. And they said, well, turn she this around. She wrote a comic book. Eventually. Um, but they turned around and put her on screen for her passion. But she produced most of the segments right. or a lot of the segments for Attack of the Show, X Games. She wrote for everybody. Yeah, Chris Gore, though. He, Beth, Stephanie, and I went to a pre uh, oh, comic. Yeah. yeah. And he was hitting on them. He's hitting on a lot of people. Oh, my God. He's such a... Uh, every time Beth sees him at con now, she's just like, I hate that son of a bitch. Uh, so the Game of Thrones guys, we talked to, we've been wondering and wondering. Did you meet them at a free con? <laughs> we, we've been wondering and wondering what their uh, their relationship was going to be with Netflix. We heard that Netflix was throwing Expensive. a bunch of money at them to produce a show. And we kind of knew at one point that they were going to do a sci-fi show. And I think we even speculated they were just going to take whatever idea they had for Star Wars and just bring it over into a different um, a different property or something, yeah. And now we know that it's going to be based off of this uh, this Chinese novel, and they still haven't given a date. They haven't given, you know, obviously with COVID, you don't know when things are going to get into production or have to stop production. Or and Judging on how these guys were, yeah, to decide whether they want to quit or not. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's probably not going to be for a couple of years. No, it's probably not. But it sounds like something that's interesting. Um, I'm wondering how different it's going to be from that new show that stars, uh, what's his name, uh, from Vikings. Oh, that's, that is a lot of information right there. That new show that stars, what's his name? Yeah, that uh, Something of Wolves. Um, I've only seen like the. It just it, the first that, three yeah. episodes just dropped. Yeah, I just saw the little trailer that they had a boom, few weeks boom, ago, but I'm wondering how much because that takes place with, I think, an Earth in the future that has in contact with aliens or something. I, mean, I know there's so much information I'm giving out right now. I, I purposely haven't looked. I'm at surprised this. you had like at least one word of the title. Something with wolves with that guy. It's sort of new somewhere. It's a new. It's HBO. on a. It's on a streaming service. It's HBO Max. Um, but it uh, raised by wolves. There. Uh, I purposely have stayed away from trying to watch any trailers or anything of this because I'm, I'm I want to watch the show. So I, I don't want to. There's wolves in it. Yes, <laughs> and there's probably no wolves in it. Um, wolves. It's wolf people. Wolf people, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad to know that we're getting something. I'm glad to know that it's maybe <laughs> they're planning to get something. We're planning to get something. Yeah. Remember, they were planning to make a Star Wars film. Yes. So was everybody else, and now they're like, I don't think we're going to make movies anymore. We're just going to make the second season of the Mandalorian. That's it. And put everyone in it. Put every single person. Every idea that we had for a Star Wars movie. Every character. Which, by the way, we did get an official date on the Mandalorian season two, which will be November, or October thirtieth. You got a trailer too. <laughs> Did you like that? Wink. <laughs> I was like, this can't be the original trailer. I haven't heard anything from anywhere. And so I started playing. And I said, I bet you this is going to be a Rick roll. And sure enough. Don't tell the people. Oh, it was so good, though. I didn't even watch the whatever you said. Because I was like, I don't want to see it again. Like, you didn't. Apparently, it's a good thing I didn't watch it. And as soon as it started, Beth is sitting there with me. And as soon as it started, I'm like, this is not the trailer. Because as soon as I saw the saw, like, I was like, this is not the trailer. <laughs> so Warner Brothers fired back at Justice League star Ray Fisher this week. Uh, which is really weird. I, or at least it tells you how little Warner Brothers parent company is, is having to do with 
the Snyder Cut. Because during the uh, the DC Thunderdome, I almost said Thunderdome. They uh, welcome to Thunderdome. They had you know Ray Fisher on there and talking about you know how excited he was for the Snyder Cut and all this stuff. But yeah, I think he's a big fan of Zack Snyder. Yeah, because he's the only person that he didn't name as trying to kill him or something. Right. I mean, his biggest beef seemed to be with Joss Whedon. And we, we, we covered this a while back where he basically said Joss Whedon was holding him back on set and was not allowing him to be creative and just all this BS. Here's, here's the thing that I have with reading about Ray Fisher's opinion. And, you know, I, I really want to take his side. And I want to say, like, yeah, that it's very possible, you know, you're being you know, blackballed or whatever he's saying. Racist. But, well, it was unspecific. He said it was gross, abusive, unprofessional. This is Wheaton. Judging, judging on what he says and like the, what the, the Warner Brothers put out, it made me feel like Ray Fisher and his agent said, I want to do this with the character. And Warner Brothers is saying, well, no, we want the character to do this. And Ray Fisher is like, well, you're not letting me be creative because you're not taking any of my ideas. Yeah, Ray Fisher so needs to figure music. out he's not the writer, he's not the producer, yes. he's not the director. So as an actor, your ideas aren't being... I'm sure every actor Therefore, wants to throw out like, I'm pretty sure like my character would be like like in a hot tub with a lot of supermodels. For like a couple hours, and then they all take their tops off. And the director says, no, that doesn't work, you know, in a period piece in the 1800s. Yeah, but you're not letting me be creative, See, my man. character would actually have is, sex with these girls. And then Ray Fisher turning around and being, well, they're being abusive towards me on set because they're not taking any of my ideas or not letting me be creative. This is the take that I personally got based on his statements. And then also for the fact that Warner Brothers said that... The, the things. No, everything was recording except for Ethan. <laughs> What were you saying, Ethan? <laughs> Did it get picked up on the other mic? I think it got picked up on the other mics. <laughs> so has, he, has, has Ethan not been the whole episode? Um, sure. Wow. That's pretty long. <laughs> well, don't just shake your head. Say something. I already said it. There you go. <laughs> um, That's going to be a very weird first 20 minutes. <laughs> It's going to be, why is he that selling he's in a hole? I mean, we should probably find out if you can even hear him. Yeah, you can. I can see it. For now. Um, so it sounds like a similar situation, not necessarily a similar situation, but along the same vein as John Boyega's recent. Um, no, that sounds a lot different. Star um, Wars. The Ray problems. Fisher thing is, I'm, I'm actually really surprised you have anything to say because I know that Joss is like some sort of celestial deity to you and anyone who says anything bad about him should be thrown into the sea. Well, some um, of you got to take for granted. There is probably Fisher's thing sounds like, yes, it sounds like he wanted to do something with cyborg. They said, no, he was told like, look, you're not the producer. It's basically, you gotta, I mean, they say, honestly, in their statement, they say, like, hang on. They say in their statement that he was kind of told you're not the director. Like we have to let the director, we right. hired the director for a reason. So we kind of have to go with what the director wants to do. And he sounded very butthurt about it and said he was being abused. Um, he throws th like four people under the bus, including somebody who wasn't even in that position. Yeah. At the time of the filming, mm -hmm. um, he throws Jeff Johns under yep. the bus. He throws another executive producer on the bus. I mean, it's just sort of like, it's John just Berg, a mess. Jeff yeah. Johns, John Berg, Joss, Joss Whedon. Yeah, it makes me feel like I wanted I want to support him if he felt bad about you know the way that he was treated on set, but it just also doesn't seem like it was anything that's out of the ordinary. It's, I guess, it's well, here's the thing: it's an like actor with grievances I mean. about not being able to do what he wants to I do. I imagine on set. a lot of actors, actors, a lot of actors, especially in big budget films, are probably reading this going, "That happens all the time." Like, yeah. what what is your problem? It sounds to me like. Zack Snyder let him get away with doing certain things. Or he just liked the way that Zack Snyder was directing. And then when when Joss Whedon... This is what happens when, when you get a new boss at work or something. Yeah. One boss lets you do one thing, and then you get a new boss, and they have different ways of doing things, and you're going, 
No, that's not how I was used to. I don't like this. This isn't fair. Yeah. I used to be able to take 40 smoke breaks. Why am I not allowed to do that anymore? <laughs> yeah, you, that, you know. When exactly. I took over Game Crazy, you guys weren't happy. Well, know, that's because just, I, yeah, but that's a personal Because I made you guys work. Well, we worked a lot more before you came. Whatever. <laughs> that I actually... Believe. I mean, and granted, I was... Me and... That store didn't make money till me, I got there. Me and one other person were probably the only people that were there before you showed up, based no, on our team. There was you, Josh, and Clust. Well, Josh wasn't there for much longer after you came. <laughs> yes, he was. He has no. to walk. So anyways, um, to me, it felt like, you know, the changing of the guard, and he didn't feel... He didn't like the new guard or anything. He probably didn't to like me, having to come back he, and shoot he, more he, stuff. He's giving ideas, and nobody was taking his ideas. So, the John Boyega thing, though, that's, I mean, that, that was just more of him wanting his character to, or felt that his character's arc needed to be bigger, right? Not, it wasn't the same. He thing. felt like the way that he that Finn was advertised wasn't lived or lived up to potential in the movies. So. He basically became, he was being marketed as someone being a, a main character. But he then, is a main character. I don't know. How, how I don't, does he not think I don't he's get a main character? I, he was in quite a bit of the third film. Is it yeah. just because his He's in all three of the films. Yeah. It did, I mean, did his character not have the well, because does he, well, does he think arc? Does or? he think he's, he's Kelly Marie Tran? Is that what, like, did he see the third film and he thought he was the Asian girl who got completely shafted? You're right. Rose just got like, completely Rose is just gone. Hey Rose, are you going to come with us? No, I mean that Leia could be part of it. Look into the the fact that he has the, a relationship that brews in Ryan Johnson's Last Jedi is just thrown completely out in J.J. Abrams Episode Nine for the idea of like I'm going to get the guy from from you know the Hobbit movies and Lost. I'm going to give him a special role. I'm going to have a slug on the Millennium Falcon for no reason, even yeah. though she's supposed to be some sort of mechanical genius, which she is in every other sort of uh, entertainment that you have for it. So that's a, I I don't I don't understand. He never gets to tell Ray he loves her, which is apparently what he was trying to say. Everybody thought he was trying to say that he was force sensitive. I think no. there's a part of that in there too. No, he, they came back and said that he was trying to say that he loved her, but could never get it out. Yeah, well, why would you want to? She ends up French kissing her brother, brother, or whatever her cousin. That's <laughs> like they're not related. They are. They are not related. They are. How? Palpat and Palpatine. No. Trust and me, Palpatine no, knocked up Shimi. No, that never happened. It that, will. It's not canon. It's not, oh, trust me, it's going to it's be. Not it's not canon. Not, it's going so to be. So therefore, they're not, not related. It's not going it's to, going to be. be. It's not going to be. It's going to be. Hey, There's if no I can't get Revan's lightsaber at Disneyland, <laughs> you can't get this. <laughs> you, it no, is not canon. They're not, they're, Especially, they're not, I, I totally forgotten Thrawn how much the Skywalker thing was a... Yeah, but they're not going to make Luke Skywalker related to the Emperor. Oh, why? That's because it's not just... Let it go. I mean, not everything. I know that fanboys love to have this idea that like, oh, my God, all of these crazy theories are totally true. And they all get to get. And one of them became right because J.J. Abrams is too stupid to allow <laughs> Ryan Johnson's per, per superior story to continue through and just be like, hey, maybe the force really does belong. to Nope. Just belongs to Skywalkers and Palpatines. That's <laughs> it. No other Jedis anymore. <laughs> when we get that Did new get trilogy in Did 20 years. Yeah, I can't. I okay, started reading yeah. it. I had to finish Poe yesterday. Um, oh, oh, the comic book. The, uh, no, the YA novel. Oh. Um, to have the idea... 30 years, we're going to get another sequel trilogy, and Daisy Ridley's going to be in it, and it'll be like, she has two kids, and those are the only two people in the whole galaxy that have the Force, because that's it. It was a mirage, what we saw in the stables of, of, uh, <laughs> of uh, Canto Bite at well, the Well, we end. already know they were... I mean, they already ruined the fact that Luke was supposed to be the last of the... The Jedi or are the Force users? They already ruined that when you bring in Kanan and you bring in Ezra, and you bring in. Uh, well, no, the, the idea was that Yoda and Obi Wan survived, and nobody else did. Right. And then you find out like forty Jedi survived. Yeah, <laughs> there's one in the Vader comic book. Mm-hmm. Kanan survives. Ezra's a there's Force user. Force. This is the another good this. The video. Yeah, Cal Kestis shows up. I don't know. It's like it makes more sense, but you're still like the idea sure. was supposed to be Obi Wan. And Luke were like the last two that knew about the Force, really. You know, Obi-Wan's yeah. the only one who's on the Force. And Luke's like, what the hell is the Force? And most of the galaxy's forgotten <laughs> and everything. But how could you when you see Force users on every freaking planet right. that's left? And it hasn't been that long between when the Jedi went to extinct. No, it's, 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 yeah. it's a little, you know, like, okay. I mean, the way, the way episode four makes it seem is that 
people had it's obi-wan and that's it you know the force is a again it's been gone for you never think the clone wars is only 20 years ago right the idea in the 80s of thinking that the vietnam war didn't exist right you know again episode four there was no plan to make any more of these. Oh, he always had a plan. So he when had a plan. He, he had a, he had a sheet that had twelve of them. He had no plan on a, a major story that got this big. Well, he had a timeline. He, had he, he always had a timeline, and that's part yeah. of the thing is to put the to put the Clone Wars. I I would all but guarantee his original time idea for how long ago the Clone Wars were was more than twenty years. But yes. then when he decides to make it, and he, he has to connect all this. When yeah. he realizes because he the, easy, needs the easier thing Luke he could have done. That's the only reason to well, put him so close. The other thing they could have done was they could have figured out that, you know, Obi-Wan was, you're in a space galaxy. He doesn't have to have the lifespan of a normal human. Right. He could live to be 200 if he really wanted to. Right. Because it's like, what's the difference? So, like, he looks as old as he is, but the Clone Wars is like 100 years ago. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, the Empire. The Empire exists for like two decades. And that's <laughs> I it. Know, right? It's like it's around for 25 years and it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> And everyone's just like, oh, the Empire. And I'm like, yeah, because they destroyed the Republic that had been there for like a thousand, thousand years. years. And, and they're around for two decades and then they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> and the Republic comes in and is like, oh, it's so bad. It's like, it really shouldn't be. The, it's not even a generation of people. Yep. <laughs> so Game of Thrones. <laughs> so, uh, no, we moved on. We moved on to. to I know. I'm just joking because we, we kept about. jumping the rail. Um, so apparently this past week we found out. That COVID can also hit you if you are the number one box office draw in the world with The Rock. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? Because I can't. My nose is all screwed up from COVID. <laughs> his his family. Well, it's funny. It's because Kevin Nash, who's a wrestler also, sent a, a message to The Rock saying, I'm really sorry to hear about you and your family. My wife and I mm-hmm. and our asthmatic child are recovering my wife still can't smell or taste anything i hope you guys don't have to go through what we went through and you know it's just like right now you know i've I've noticed with people it seems to be oh well that person's got covid now it's no big deal everybody you know everybody's going to get covid you know what but it's it's yeah letting people go to football games (laughs) are going to it seems like that. Well, yeah. I mean, we just saw where the Tennessee Volunteers, 44 players, have either tested positive or, mm-hmm. you know, are contact tracing out of a 55-man roster, 44. Now you don't even. I mean, you don't even have enough to play a a, a team because you have you know 55. You have to have 11 players on the team on the field at one time. Well, that's all they got. They got 11 players. <laughs> So. But they can't go backward. You know that means that someone gets injured, those, the game's over. But each one of those players, not they have to play a full sixty minutes. Yeah, they have to play offense and defense. Yep, those guys don't do that since high school. Right. Yep. <laughs> They're going. Wait. By the time you get to college, two way players don't exist anymore. <laughs> the, the the quarterbacks will wait. I have to play defense. Yeah, they won't. Yeah. No, they're not going to be playing. There's not going to be much football this year, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Although I did get to watch Marshall play, so I'm happy. You get your one. You, you I got, got my one, one game. game. They won sixty-two to nothing. I'm good. There you go. End the season now. They are the national champions. <laughs> Done. <laughs> they are the national champions. <laughs> Just go ahead and uh, give them the trophy. The only way Marshall can win a BS championship for the rest of <laughs> is a pandemic. I listen to this crap for the next four months. <laughs> no, they're better than Alabama. <laughs> Like, Our quarterback is 5'11 and 145 pounds. They could totally take Bama. <laughs> so, anyways, we also found out that um, that um, Pattinson. Pattinson, thank you. <laughs> Robert Pattinson tested positive for COVID, and they had to shut down production on the Batman again. Mm-hmm. Which the flip side was is so many people that think that he's dying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, I, you finally gave me the emo goth Batman I've been waiting for, and you've killed him. And he's gone now. I can't believe COVID's taking this away from me. They shut down production. Right. He, he's probably going to be okay. He's a young, healthy guy. He's, he's gonna. Amazing. He's probably be gonna be okay. I love. And I it's gonna this. come back. Production will come back, yes. and they'll finish it. I put everyone. This on was, our Facebook I've seen page. this on my only threads. Like it's over. There's. Just, they're not gonna make that movie. What the hell? And then the other people are like, just have Ben Affleck do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just have Ben Affleck shoot those scenes. Just <laughs> It'll look like uh, The Simpsons with um, the Radioactive Man movie <laughs> with him with Fallout Boy. <laughs> it doesn't look good if I was Fallout they Boy. Jiminy Jillikers. <laughs> he's, he's like in a field and then they're in a cage. Well, I posted it on our Facebook page this week. And we actually had 
a uh, a comment on it, which was pretty cool. Russian Sorry, bot. Only took us seven a years. Russian it's bot? a Russian bot. It's a Russian bot. Took us seven years to get a comment from a Russian bot. No. Did he tell us to vote for Trump? No. no Joe he will. Joe Clatch said Sounds that, Russian. <laughs> yeah, Joe is such a Russian name. John is very Russian. Yes. Joseph Stalin, no, did you not remember? Man, patriot man who went and killed all the bad Russians in one day. Well, Joe Clatch said, no, the fans will just call for... Oh, no, I said that. Uh, sorry, he said... Sorry. The one fan that gives us a quote and you <laughs> misquote him, you're trying to steal... I'm, I'm quoting all my comeback to him. Wow. I got ahead of myself. So... Joe said, just send in bad flick. The footage can always, you know, it can be a dream sequence. And I put no. Then the fans will start screaming for the sparkle cut, which I thought was pretty clever. And, of course, you think everything you do is super clever. Hey, come clever. on. My comment to, to Mark Hamill I on his I said it was, but you think everything is clever. And I'm here to tell you, it's not. Which, by the way, we had acknowledgement from two people. We had acknowledgement from Mark Hamill that we exist this week because of my... my Retweet or my I don't know if he reply. really does exist. He he knew we existed enough to reply to our tweet. Well, did he did he really reply? He just liked it. That's him that's just still pushing. Like it. That's still that's a, just him pushing a button. Shut up. He's going through the list. Don't like, take oh. this away from me. Oh. All right. right. When, oh. We did this. Remember, I said the same thing for Sebastian Stan like ten years ago, <laughs> and he told me to fuck off and kill yourself. Mark, Mark Hamill liked my Instagram post about the Joker mask. Shut there up. we go. Quit, quit taking this away from me. <laughs> I'm just saying. So he got a like from Mark Hamill before you did. Yeah, I know. Oh. Now you're really not going to be on the show. <laughs> I'm going to just your... delete Ethan's audio file completely. <laughs> I cut your mic off. You're done. <laughs> oh. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of people were just overreacting about him getting COVID. And he just—it wasn't even that he just it, tested positive. It's just the the state of our world right now is just everybody's angry and they're just looking to complain about everything and anything. And so, who are you? I don't, I don't recognize you. Sorry, go away. <laughs> You've already cut off his audio for the first twenty <laughs> minutes of the show. What more? Should have cut off the last twenty. <laughs> um, it's okay. I can go away. He, he can find all the figures he wants. Himself. <laughs> <laughs> you already gave me the beachhead for my birthday, so I'm done. I'm taking it back. Um. So, uh, yeah, um, the the new mutants came out in theaters. Did you know that? No theaters. No one out in theaters. No, no one cares. else did because it barely made seven million dollars its opening week, and uh, I think that's more losing money. More impressive is the idea that these people that were have been sitting here for the last two years going, no, guys, it's going to be good. It's going to be so good. It's going to be great. It's going to be so good. Ignore the haters. The haters. Can we just retire that word? The haters. haters. They just they just hate Fox. They haters hate Fox. Hate. The hotters. The hotters and the, the haters. haters. And the hotters hate the haters. <laughs> the hot haters. And some of those people went to see the film and said, no, wait, I was wrong. It's terrible. Mm -hmm. Did they really? Yeah. I don't know of anybody that saw the film. Brandon, about, like, stuff Brandon said he saw it months and months ago. Good and said him. it was good. Yeah, because if you see something, if you get early access to something and you want early access to it again, <laughs> you don't the first thing you're not going to do is like, so I saw New Mutants early courtesy of X and X Company. Let me tell you, that movie is a, a steaming pile of turd crap. It's turd crap. Turd crap. That's like extra. It's like turds on the bottom so and crap your over. your turd is crapping. Do you think more. that Disney made the mistake and put should have put Milan in theaters and put uh, New Mutants straight to, oh. to Disney Plus? I was surprised that Disney's going to make more money on Mulan. <laughs> Disney's making more money on New Mulan. I bet you when you see the money, when you, if, you get, you, if you get a total on Monday, I bet you it's much higher than $7 million. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Especially because you're getting people that are complaining, oh, I'm just a single guy and I got to pay $30 to see it, but I'm going to do it anyway because I want to see it. Well, I think the worst thing that happened to them is that it, it was released that the movie is on Disney Plus as a free on December 4th. I, I didn't think it was happening. I was surprised by that. I thought they I waited at least a year. I that same thing. Is I, I really the think they made a was, mistake was saying that it's when it's going to be. Yeah, because yeah, you're just... Um, because people have already waited since March, and they're going, well, I'll just wait another couple months and watch yeah, it for like, free. The only reason that I decided last night... Well, I wanted to see it, because I, I really wanted to see how this was different from the cartoon. Yeah, I was originally very excited to see it. And I, like, I um, want to see it, too. Yeah, but... But I one of wait. the main reasons why I decided to go ahead and make the purchase 
for the premiere was anticipating that they may do this in the future. You know, what films, have, what, if, oh, yeah. the, if, if this is a, a success, if this is a success, then that means that in the future, they may do this as well. Well, yeah, no, that's Which always... is why you probably shouldn't have done it. Because now you're going to see a lot of their films for 30 bucks instead of just putting them on Disney+. Plus. It's like I've been saying. This Even is, if they have a theatrical release. This is them testing the waters on seeing if they can actually undercut and cut out the middleman, quote-unquote, the theater, and send it direct to consumer for a higher price. I still don't think... You're, you're never going to get rid of theaters. Everyone's going to end theaters, end theaters, end theaters. I mean, theaters, you're not going theaters. to, but people no. are going to take that option if they have... Right. You can see it but in those theater. Are, the people that are taking that option... The majority of them are people who don't go to theater anyway. Correct. That's that's the thing is where everyone's like, this is the death of theaters. We've been talking about the death of theaters for the last twenty years. The first point in which somebody bought a screen that was bigger than their than than you know their wall, that was the end of theaters. No one's ever going to go to the theater again. It's over. Last year, the box office is still big. Well, you can build now, a theater the, in your house. For the not. problem is the amount of films that come out, the variety of films that come out. Most of the money is being concentrated in a few films a year but we're also seeing more films that make well over a hundred million dollars in a year so it theaters aren't going anywhere they just adapt they've always adapted the theater experience is different this this new fangled theater, the seats are better and the food is better and these well, to have the people that interrupt the theater the experience to walk in front of you to bring four drunk chicks their next round of wine at you know cinnopolis or whatever the hell that one in westlake is the theater experience will change to be different than your home because people still want to go out. And Correct. let me tell you, as soon as we can, where we're not going to get COVID going to a theater, I know theaters are open, but they're just germ disease freaking laboratories that are going to kill you. People are going to go out like crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're going to go back. You, you kind of saw that flip back in 2008 when we had the, the, the crash, the home market crash and the gas price explosion crash came at the same time. And everything was staycation and nobody's going anywhere and whatever. You have guys now that, I remember the interview with um, uh, the what the, what's the big Ford dealer the the there's a, the big Ford dealership that's here that's like number one Keys? in the country no oh um, Tony Arnott of something Ford yeah. whatever it is anyway <laughs> he was asked about you know these big gas guzzling type vehicles those are still bad right he's like I sell more of those than anything else that's what people are looking for now they don't care they want the big car they want to do they want to go on vacation. Airlines are all up. You know, everything in the last couple of years has kind of bounced back to people traveling more. We've seen more of of all these stories with millennials. All they care about are experiences now. They don't own anything, but they go places and they go do stuff and they go to movies and they go to shows and they go to amusement parks and, buy and they go to other places and they buy avocados. COVID <laughs> is destroying the avocado crop. What? Yeah, Dude, that's, it's, that, so it's saying millennials don't own houses because they spend too much money on avocados. Well, they don't do that. That's, that was the big like story from like a year. Yeah, two. but remember there was also that guy that said, "This is, I mean, everybody should be able to live on a hundred thousand dollars." And you're like, "What are you talking about? Like, this is my budget for a hundred thousand dollars that every every twenty five year old's making. Like, what twenty five year old is making a hundred thousand dollars without being on YouTube, porn, or have a rich daddy? Right. Like that was one of the stupidest things I've ever seen CNBC put out. <laughs> so the idea that this is going to destroy theaters isn't that. Now it's the idea is that a film that is successful in the theater that Disney may have originally thought in six months we'll put on Disney plus they'll still put it on six months at Disney plus, but they're going to charge you 15 bucks for it. And then six months later, it'll be free. So you got to wait a year after you see Endgame in August for the last time. But if you want it in December on Disney plus, it's going to cost you $15 because people keep buying them. And then a year later, it'll be free because you already pay the eight bucks or ten bucks or whatever that you do. Well, that's basically for what Plus. it was before. When you, when you buy, your, when you went to get a DVD, it was about fifteen bucks. So yeah, so one the of the theater, reasons that you, you saw DVD. the reason that you saw DVD sales decline is because people would just wait and stream it. Well, but when when it was finally on Netflix or HBO or something like that, it was usually a year after. It wasn't until the last few last couple of years where we started to see. It was three months after, you know, mm -hmm. the D once it hit DVD, it was almost like two months after the theater. Then it hit Netflix. Well, the window creep between those was has grown smaller, but it's sure. been pretty small for a while. The change is Netflix that owes money to Disney if they get a film between Disney saying, we have our own site, yeah, so we're just going to put it on our own. We don't have to sell it to anybody. Right. 
then that's where you're going to see some of those releases get much closer in terms of in terms of time but you keep paying for the movies i got a feeling that it's it's not going to be the exclusive access it's going to be if you want to watch it at home early right after it's out of the theaters then you're going to pay for it like you used to do with a dvd well i think it's going to look be... i know a lot of young people don't have a dvd player I think if it's, it's not be... streaming they don't watch it i mm-hmm. think it's going to be in lieu of whereas if you want to if you it, the movie comes out in theaters right and it's going to be whatever the theater costs. And the same day, you can VOD it on Disney Plus for 30 bucks. Would you, you know, now you have an option. Now, this could actually make them more money because now you get the people that couldn't buy tickets that opening weekend that went ahead and said, I'm just going to buy it on VOD. Now, you'll get somebody like me who will go to the theater and see it in the theater and then turn around that night when I come home and buy it on VOD. And they'll make more money. Dumb. Because with as, as much as I love Mulan, and as much as, you know, 7.1 surround sound, 75-inch television, great setup, it was gorgeous to watch. I would have still rather seen it in the theater That's first. what I've said the entire time. I didn't want them to do this because I wanted to go see Mulan in the theater. Yeah. Because just from the trailer, you could tell it's a gorgeous-looking film. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And instead, we're going to watch it on a smaller screen. And we're going to see a lot of people watching it like this on their on their movies, on their phones. On their yes, phones. you'll get that. Unbelievable. Now, what I do like about it is, for thirty bucks, I get to see it as many times as I want before December. You know, well, it's technically this, like buying the DVD now. You're bought you bought it to own it. But think about this: if this was Guardians of the Galaxy, actually, think about this: if this was Guardians of the Galaxy, think of how much more money they would have lost. Just off of me. No, you'd f- you'd find a way to pay them more <laughs> to see it. They limit his access. Like he pays thirty dollars. Like, sir, you can't watch it on a twenty four hour loop. We're gonna go ahead and restrict your access. I'll pay you sixty. <laughs> All <laughs> right, here only, you go. You can only watch that on one television in your house. Here, here. Well, it's on every television at the same time. I just run upstairs. If you want it like, on your oh phone, it's gonna be another <laughs> twenty bucks. But, that's fine. But just to me, it. that's where that's where I think they they lost money. Is. Ninety dollars <laughs> just alone. His own ticket. Just mine. That's not including. That's what I'm saying. It's like you spent ninety dollars yep. yourself to go see that film. The only movie closest to that. And then afterwards, after a while, you realized it wasn't even your favorite Marvel film. <laughs> That's the thing that drives me weird. Yeah, no. Well, I, I saw now it. you're sort of like, no, there's like four other films that are like more than that. I'm like, no, at the time, man, I saw it was Winter Clean Up Soldier Aisle four times. I saw it was Winter Soldier four times also. And then I saw it four times, and then I saw it. On demand at Comic Con before it was out on on DVD. Goodness. And then, and then you bought it and you watched it six million times. Ready Player One, I saw five times in the theater, but only played four times because I I won a free Arabella and I won free tickets when we went to the Experience down yeah. in Hollywood. So we got a free ticket. So we got to see it a fifth time for free. Um. Force Awakens, I saw. That's the only one that was worth it. Four times. Which one? Force Awakens? No. He's Ready saying you're free. The, 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 the free ticket. The free ticket. It's a, that, that's the right price for uh, Ready Player One. Um, so what does all this mean? Twenty twenty box office numbers. Right now, the the film that is the the number one movie of twenty twenty as far as box office numbers. Is Bad Boys for Life? Woo! Well, yeah, it should be. I, I mean, punched the box office at two hundred and four million. That's amazing how much that movie made. It probably would have made more if, if we didn't get shut down. I think I think no, it, I think it had run it, out just no, before. It was out in the end of January. Yeah, it had like a full month. No. Yeah, that that movie had a full the full month. I think Trolls is like number. No, Sonic is like number three. Um, God, was Sonic this year? Sonic yep. was this year. Good Lord, I thought that was Sonic last was year. one of the last movies that came out in theater. Sonic was in March. No. Yeah. Um, Sonic Sonic had like two weeks in the theater before everything got shut down and then went to VOD. Trolls was the first one that went to straight to VOD. Yes. And uh, I think Bloodshot also. Bloodshot went to so VOD. The way oh, it goes right God. now, the way it goes right now is. Number one, Bad Boys for Life for 204. 1917, which is 157, which asterisks by that because that movie actually came out in 2019. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is number three at 146 million. 
Jumanji Next Level is 124 million, which is the asterisk that beside year, that yeah. because that was mm-hmm. last year. Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker 124 million, which is an asterisk because that was 2019. Number six is Harley Quinn: Birds of Prey, which is 84 million. Doctor Doolittle is number seven with 77 million. How about that? Which was January. Yep. Little Women is number eight with 70. <laughs> well, I saw million. Little Women. That the film lies to you. I saw a lot of women. <laughs> There weren't little women. There was a lot of women. Number nine was yes. The Invisible Man with $64 million. So the box office was invisible, too. Number 10 was Call of the Wild, which was $62 million. Now, here's the interesting thing. Number 11 is Onward, which is $61 million. Onward... Was then put on Disney Plus immediately. Was in the theater for one week and then went straight to Disney Plus. That's the first one that you really consider it was a... Straight to VOD. Knives Out did $49 million, Frozen 2. And these are all... Fr- are, Knives Out, Frozen 2. Those are all 2. 2019, though. Um, uh, what is it? The um, Will Smith one, uh, Spies in Disguise, which was a 2019, mm-hmm. $37 million. What? Spies in Disguise. Never heard of it's it. It's an animated film with him and Tom Holland where oh, Tom Holland turns Lord. him into a bird. Nope. Uh, the Gentleman, the thirty-six million. That was a Matthew McConaughey film, and then it just, yeah. I mean, it, it, the movies just keep going down from there. And well, at that point, it's all movies that released last year that had a little tie over to twenty twenty. But here's the thing: the here's none of the movies that really are straight to demand are you know like Trolls isn't on this list. None of the ones that went to well, yeah, because it doesn't have a box office. New Mutants, which is number 37 on the list, did 9.5 million total as of now. So it's done another 2.5 million since it's open weekend. Well, yeah, and then you also factor that in with the fact that people are still not comfortable going into a movie theater. Correct. And people didn't know it was in the theater. Well, that too, but even, even like the three of us here are sitting, we're, we know it was in theaters. We're not going, we're not rushing out to go to a movie theater Dude, I to see it. the date though, yeah. When it, once yeah. it came out, I'm like, oh yeah, it's being released in theaters. The but cra- even I asked, I said, wasn't it released on VOD also? I didn't know it was yeah. only in theaters. But see, that was my surprise is that they decided just to put it, and I, I think part of that is because Disney still doesn't know what to do with the R-rated films with Disney+. Plus. Well, that yeah. was Disney Minus or whatever we talked about the other day. No, they're, they're, Disney they're, Plus actually talking, they're actually talking that Disney Plus will have, kind of like they did with the premiere, with, with, you know, once it's up there, you hit the button and it, it says premiere access. Right. It'll probably give you a prompt, you know, mature content, or, you know, hit this button and then you got to put in your date of birth or you got to get past whatever parental locks on there. Yeah. And then you'll be able to watch those movies. Well, the other option is they're doing a second streaming service for a lot of the Hulu stuff. Just put it on there. That's another possibility, yes. Because then you can limit the... It's easier to limit the access to a full channel. Basically have access for your kids to get to Disney Plus, but don't give them access to Disney X or Disney Minus or whatever the heck it was going to be. Disney boobies. Um, the, The funniest, funniest thing about this is... We talked for like almost two years saying how 2020 was going to be one of the worst years for movies because there were going to be so many movies crammed into yeah. this year. Well, we were right about half of it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, now, we're still talking Black Widow is still slated for November-ish? Yes. Yes, it's still slated for November. and So probably is 007. Also things that probably, until they actually come out, I'm not buying any of those. Right. I mean, we're talking, we're less than... Those are probably going to get pushed. We're about 60 days. We're, we are, because Black Widow is supposed to be November 4th, so we are less than 60 days now away from Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Yes, and you've seen positive signs. The you know LA's reopening. The numbers are getting better. But even just two weeks ago, you had the governor say that ninety percent of the country is still, or ninety percent of the state is still under a watch. You have reports today that Disney workers are petitioning to go back to work. 
Well, Disney wants to reopen Disneyland sometime soon. Disney is now actually walking horses up and down Main Street again. Yes, because Disney workers who petitioned not to open two months ago are now petitioning to open because as bad as it's been in Walt Disney World, it hasn't been a catastrophe. Correct. Um, So you're seeing things open, but the last time we saw this, we then saw a gigantic spike and it shut everything down again. So... I'm not putting any stock into dates. I think Newsom's waiting for a lot of, see what happens after this weekend. It's all this type of stuff. Sure. I mean, he's always, remember the first time was no, 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 no. And then on Monday, he was like, everybody can open tomorrow. Yeah. And it was just, what the hell did this come from? And more than likely, it's he started talking to other people and going, Mm -hmm. we have no sales tax. And we're going to cut 86 gajillion, zillion, billion, billion dollars out of the budget. And none of us are going to get paid. Because we're going to get paid first. Then we'll figure out if there's enough money to like, pave streets and pay for cops and stuff like that. So next year is going to be wonderful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh God. Yeah. What, what's tax in LA County now? 42%. What? Your $10 item is going to cost you 1420. Um, yeah. I mean, so we'll see again. I'm not believing any date until it comes out. It's probably going to be a thing where they're like, it doesn't happen on, on November 7th. And then like December 12th, Disney's going to announce Black Widow opens tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> it opens on the 13th. Well, just go. <laughs> I'm more worried about, I'm not really, really worried about Black Widow opening when it's going to open. Pushing it back is probably the best thing. Pushing all these films back is probably the best thing because right now, the way that the film industry is happening, there's not a lot going on, which means there may not be a lot of films I next said, year. I said this last week and the week before, and everyone told me I was an idiot where I said, if you release films this fall, we're already in the gap. Yes. We're already starving for this type of film. We can have an entire calendar year with no Marvel film, no Marvel TV series. Correct. We haven't had one yet anyway. One Star Wars TV series. Nothing from DC. All of this stuff, right? If you start releasing stuff, the stuff that's next is still really far away. Right. As much as everyone's like, no, Eternals is done. No, it's not. It's just not. It's not going to release in February. It's not going to release in March. It's probably going to release in the middle of the summer next year. Right. So we still got to wait eight months for that. And Mm -hmm. those gaps are going to feel worse. At the point you have this, it's done, it's ready, it's ready to go. There's no reason. If you open it in November, you open it in February. February is going to make more money than November because there's still going to be major states, especially on the coast. Totally. That theaters are still going to be like, we have 232 seats and we're selling 25 of them. Right. Because the theaters will do it because they've got to figure out a way to survive. But again, that theater in a weekend sells 25 tickets for its 10 showings. That's only 250 tickets. Mm-hmm. At 15 bucks a piece is whatever. I can't do the math. Out of that 15 bucks, you owe like 13 of it back to the to the movie to the to the uh, studio, excuse right. me. Right. So they'll try to do it in order to survive, but that, that's going back to the studio. You're losing thousands and millions and trillions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Trillions, I know. It's not true. It's okay. Don't send letters. Actually, oh, do send, send letters. letters. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Russian bots. <laughs> Nominate us to matter do fact, X Games. Come fact, on. You don't even have to do letters. Emails, text. Well, that's a letter. Pressive, uh, pressive messages. But private messages. Pressive messages? Oppressive? <laughs> I don't want your message to go to hell. Oppressive message. It, it, it's still in the best interest of Disney to release that film next year. Totally. I totally agree. So I don't, I don't believe any of these dates. I think they're here thinking we've got to put them here because we want to tell people if... If everything is like for some miracle, September is is you know what it just went away, just went away to September. It was amazing. <laughs> I told you. It was if going that away. happens, if that happens, then yeah, November we we can go to the movies again, and it's going to be great. Hooray! Halloween is saved, and we can all have Halloween parties that are not COVID parties. We can have our kids go see that in Santa's lap. You probably shouldn't do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust a lot of those. God, Santas. you you imagine how awkward that's going to be this year? <laughs> Socially distant Santa. <laughs> We've already There's a clear this. partition between you and Santa. Santa Santa's in Santa's in like a cone of silence. <laughs> what do you want for Christmas, little girl? What? What do you want for Christmas? There's I just a pair a of pony. Santa legs sitting that you sit on, and then he's standing behind the guy. It's all gonna be photoshopped. Oh, it's t- like you just sit on this thing and then he puts it with Santa. I just want Santa to just be there like, oh, what do you want for Christmas? I want a pony because 2020 sucks, Santa. 
<laughs> no one on the road point. What? You fat bastard. Well, remember, there was no Easter Bunny to go sit and take pictures no. with this year. No, because that, even at that point, everyone's like, no, Easter is canceled. Do you yeah. want to search for eggs? No. Go to the store. You can't find them. Well, we had the conversation. We were like, well, you know, Santa doesn't want to get COVID. So, you know, even his helpers don't want COVID. So there's going to be no one. All there. the elves are like trying to be six feet away from each other, building rubber ducks and crap <laughs> like that. Come on. Santa's <laughs> workshop is just shut down. <laughs> if there was ever a year Christmas gets canceled, well, you know. Don't you Christmas think that, is canceled, mother effer. Don't you think that Santa is in his own bubble, like the like the NBA is? No, I don't think Santa's in the NBA. No, like his own bubble, because nobody's up in the North Pole. But the elves, he's, got, he's a, got like three million slaves. Do you remember the Bubble Boy in the eighties? Sure. He's he's the one that's got it made right now. Ah, well, uh, oh, party There goes the phone. All right, so uh, yeah, anybody I'm got sure any Bubble Boy <laughs> No, that's it. This was a really slow news, news week this week. Well, there's probably other news that we just totally missed. <laughs> there always going to be one of those things is when we sit down, like, I know there was something bigger this week. And then we'll, like, at the end, like, oh, yeah, we forgot. Like, Indy exploded. We didn't talk about it. <laughs> something. <laughs> well, you know, the bad thing is that you, we're, I'm, I'm speaking for myself, but I'm so tired of looking at the news that I don't really look at foreign news stories anymore. And if I see something that pops up on like a Twitter feed or Instagram feed or something, then I'll be like, oh, okay, let me show these guys. Well, the news is, you just don't think it can get any stupider. And then it gets stupider. I wouldn't know because I stopped watching the news. Hey, yeah, man. and I just end all this. I don't understand anyone who still watches the news. It's just bad. Like, yeah. what, do you, what do you want? Everything's closed. Our president is a moron. The rest of the world is laughing at us and people are dying. So back to you. And then <laughs> exactly. you usually get the weather girl just be like, Hey, it's, it's 114 <laughs> today. It's 118 degrees in Woodland Hills yeah. today. Did you know that you lived in Arizona while living in Southern California? <laughs> Did you know you lived in hell? Like, it's normally it's hell because you're just like, I can't get hours. anywhere. Everyone's a demon. The food is terrible. That's, you know, that's normally where it is. But instead, it's like, no, no, now we're going to I'm fry. telling you, 2020 is Mother Nature's revenge for all of the no mother's nature's revenge is the idea that they're saying that this is the first start of multiple pandemics that we'll have over the next couple of years, which is just amazing know, news. Right? Well, can you imagine when COVID nineteen and the flu get together and say, "Hi, how are you doing? Let's shake hands and make a baby." COVID twenty. <laughs> well, no, it has to be new. Yeah, we have a new COVID. You have new COVID one. It'll be COVID twenty because it's named after the the, the year. Last well, year that's when COVID yeah. and the flu get together and mutate. Well, the thing is, new. is you know the first the first day that like we get two people in California that die of the flu. I would see the flu kills more people than COVID nineteen. It kills more people. The flu's worse than this. I don't understand why I can't go get a haircut. You heard the news that if, if well apparently not because you don't <laughs> if we don't change don't our, watch the news. They said they said if things don't change. By the end of the year, there will be close to, there'll be 411,000 people that have died of COVID in the United States. No, see, they die of having. 411,000. No, 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 no. That's not true, though, according to, because they died of having heart disease. Oh, yes. Having cancer. Having the, the I do love that the meme the that numbers says. numbers are so scary. No, this is the 2000, it's like 2,731 people died in the 9-11 attacks. But according to these people. Most of them had ex- they had pre-existing conditions, so really the terrorists only killed 132 <laughs> people, and that's what they sound like. Yeah, and that's what it I is. Know. It's just it, I got into this argument with someone because there was some like country singer or someone. This is years months ago. Years ago, feels like years ago. Months ago, he dies of COVID. Yeah, he was one of the guys like COVID isn't real. It doesn't exist or whatever. He went to some rally. He gets COVID and he dies like a week later right. because he had lung cancer. The cause of death is listed as COVID nineteen. Yep. So this person said he didn't die of COVID-19. Yes, it did. If you have lung cancer and I shoot you in the head, your cause of death is a gunshot wound. Right. It's not, he would have survived more than that, that week yeah. if he hadn't caught COVID-19. Yep. And they said, well, what happens when, if you have, if you had, and I brought up, I said, if you had AIDS and you die when you catch a cold because your immune system doesn't work, you didn't die of AIDS, you died of the cold. Correct. Now you have a condition. That puts you that's susceptible to that. I'm not saying that people that have cancer, people that have uh, respiratory diseases, especially heart diseases, especially COVID-19 will attack. It attacks you in a brand new way that people don't really understand yet. That's really exciting. <laughs> I know, right? 
but you're can you you still die of COVID because you should have been able to survive without yes. it for that time frame. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're on if you're at the hospital and you have a respiratory disease and your body has given up and somehow you contract COVID four minutes before you die. Mm-hmm. Yes, COVID didn't kill you. You were dying, and you're right. going to die then for that four minutes anyway. Mm-hmm. But if you're being able to to live your life with your condition, with however your life has changed with that condition, you catch COVID, which is a foreign, which is a foreign virus that's invaded your body. That's what kills you. Correct. Your body can't fight it because it's already fighting lung cancer. It's already fighting heart disease. It's, well, it's already, already fighting respiratory. That yes, yes, that's what I. And that's the thing that drives me nuts. Well, that's what our president doesn't understand either. No, so political that's not talk with nerdables. <laughs> uh, you want to switch to your love life? No. Okay, let's go with political talk. There's a lot of things. So the on that note, we're going to wrap. Yeah, well, uh, my love things. life is what this podcast recording's been, and my mic's been muted. So, <laughs> kind of like your love life has been muted. No, oh, my life, my love life's been <laughs> muted for years now. So, Mark Hamill, go ahead and send us a letter and address it to me first because we know I'm the favorite on this podcast. Mark Hamill needs to unmute your love life. So, on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables or also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. So, for Chris and Ethan, I'm already saying we'll talk to you next time.